Welcome to the Metabolic MD. Health means everything. We all seek optimal health, but most of us do not know how to achieve it. Dr. Paul Kaladze has spent a career in the emergency department. Now, he helps his patients avoid ever ending up there. During these podcasts, you'll learn how you can lose weight and prevent and reverse disease through new technology, a modified diet, and the use of some new recently approved FDA medications. This information is not meant to be medical advice. Please seek consultation from your own medical provider. Let's listen in. Well, hey there, folks. How y'all doing? Welcome back to another episode of the Metabolic MD with Dr. Paul Kalodzik. Dr. Kalodzik, how are you doing today? I'm doing great today. Now, we have not seen you for a couple months, and that is because you've been finishing up a book. Is that true? That's correct. That book comes out when? That book is available for pre-order on Amazon now and available on May 25th for delivery. And that book is, what's a book about? It's about using continuous glucose monitors, which we're going to talk about today, to help yep. guide your diet, help you lose weight and improve your health. The title is The Continuous Glucose Monitor Revolution. Ooh, that sounds For like non-diabetics. For non for non diabetics, yeah. I'm a diabetic, so this book has nothing to do with me. <laughs> so you know, well, you you know these devices, Terry, um, but they're used traditionally for diabetics. But we use them in non diabetics and pre diabetics to help people lose weight. That's correct. So first thing before we jump into the subject for the day, I want exclusive movie rights for the book. Oh, great. Okay, so if there's any movie to be made, I want to be part of that movie. All right. So anyway, we're back here today after being gone for about a month and a half with a special guest. Say hello to Ty. Ty, say hi. Terry, how are we doing today? Dr. Paul, glad to be back with you. Well, Good thanks, to Ty. see you. So Ty is a friend of mine who was, we were talking one day, and Ty's a very big guy. He's not, I wouldn't call him obese, I just call him big. He's like a bouncer in a 1980s movie, right? Very solid looking guy. Patrick Swayze, Roadhouse kind of guy. Patrick, you're not Patrick Swayze, but you're a Roadhouse <laughs> kind of guy. Uh, and you mentioned that you were needing to lose some weight because of some joint issues, correct? That's correct. Some knee and some ankle issues that have uh, obtained. So, okay. And, is, and that's because you're very active. You're a ref for hockey? That's correct. I, I referee hockey and lacrosse all the way up to a professional level. And so it's been hindering some of my both assignments and then just performance on the field. Got it. And, and how tall are you? I'm 6'2". And how much do you weigh? Well, currently, uh, it's the heaviest I've ever been. I'm at 316 right now. 316. So you're trying to bounce up and down fields and on ice rinks. At 316, and this causes some joint issues. Absolutely, and keep up with these uh, young uh, young players is it's been a challenge. So, and I, then when I, we talked, I said, you know, you should probably meet this guy I'm dealing with, Dr. Paul Kolodzik, yeah. who deals with weight loss through semiglutides and CGMs and things like that. And you said, hook me up. Absolutely, I've been I've been up and down on the diets, and uh, nothing's really really connected with me. I've been up and down the roller coaster, and I'm looking for something to be a permanent solution. Okay, well, good. So what I did was, I, I'm just describing this, I kind of got a hold of Dr. Paul and said, hey, got a, I got a guy who might be a great candidate, and if we can get him to kind of come in and do this thing live so people can experience what goes on at a visit for the first time, second time, data you look at, things you prescribe to doctor, our doctor, but to tie. All right, we're trying to capture that. Sure. That's correct? That's correct. So I'm going to turn this over to you, and I want you to kind of go through your first visit with Ty that happened a, a week ago. Um, three or four days ago. Yeah. Three or four days ago. Yeah. So you're going to go through what happened, 
what you've learned and what Ty is going to go because you're going to hear from Ty again. Ty will be back on other episodes to tell us how he's doing on his weight loss journey. All right, Dr. Paul, I'm going to turn this over to you for right now. Thanks. So we started just actually by talking on the phone a little bit and him describing to me, you know, some of the things that you just mentioned and what his goals were. Um, And then we set up an appointment. And I should mention that that first appointment is kind of an intake comprehensive view on what's going on with Ty's metabolic health, his weight loss history, etc. But it's set up as part of a two-week package where we go ahead and bring him in, do this initial assessment, put on a continuous glucose monitor, get some labs, and then we're gonna meet again in 10 days or so, and we're gonna go over his data and decide where to go for that. And, and again, these CGMs are you know on the back of the arm, you see them for diabetics, um, but Ty is not diabetic or pre-diabetic, but we're gonna use it to help him lose some weight and improve his health. Okay, so can, can you kind of, Let's pretend you met him for the first time. What are the things you asked, Ty? What are the, what are the questions you Well, we you started at the beginning, and we'll maybe reenact a little bit of that. Um, you know, I asked him first about his weight history. So tell us a little bit about that. So I've always been a, uh, a big guy. Uh, coming out of high school, I played uh, football, lacrosse, and hockey, and some other sports, and uh, it was never really a tiny guy. I, you know, I was weighing about uh, 250 or so, a little bit over that. Um, one of the summers, I grew my neck from a from a 14 inch to a 19 and a half. My mom got really mad at me about that because I was in the weight room every single day, and that was really the kickoff to, you know, being a big guy coming out of there. Yeah. So. Um, so then, then we talked about that history, um, and you know, thought about really where he wants to go um, with this process, um, and then we take a thorough kind of medical history. And you know, Ty, I think you know your medical problems, which you're very gracious to share with us here, um, are hypertension, and then we talked about some of your musculoskeletal issues too. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, playing sports and and doing everything as active as I've been, I've had a couple surgeries, had shoulder surgery, uh, a couple knee surgeries, uh, ankle issues, uh, all stemming. I, I would say both from playing as well as being, you know, quote unquote, that big guy out there. Okay. And and so all of these things, um, the hypertension, the bone and joint issues, and I think you had some gastric reflux as well. Correct. Is that right? Yeah. So these are all things that we focus on and can all improve with significant weight loss. The other thing we talked about is kind of your home environment, which is important here because as we use a CGM guided diet, we're going to be looking at taking a low carb approach and the family kind of needs to be on board or at least, you know, uh, be supportive of this approach. So tell us a little bit about you because you told me a little bit about you think your family is going to be pretty supportive of this absolutely my my family is going to be very supportive on this Uh, one of the things that i enjoy doing is i love cooking and so uh to go out to eat is a very rarity of of our family so we do a lot of cooking at home and uh, that's one of the things that i'm looking for not only in this diet but as a change of of how our family eats Um, we don't need a lot of you know, fast food or anything like that. So it's a lot of home cooking, and and I think that's a good start for where we can be of of being healthy, and uh, and changing what we intake, and and the whole family is going to be behind that. 
Can I, ask, can I ask why does a family need to be supportive? What, what part do they play in this? Well, you know, think about it. There's food. We're going to be taking a low-carb approach. We're going to be asking him to limit, track his food, limit his carbohydrate intake, make sure he's getting enough protein. And if there's junk food around the house, then there needs to be a discussion with the family about that. Or if, the, you know, the meal planning... Um, and cooking is going to change. The family needs to be on board with that. Or if they don't want to be on board with that, it, at least supportive that Ty is going to be eating something different. So this is this is all important in terms of achieving your ultimate goals. We also talked actually about his work a little bit. You know, I need to kind of understand his work environment, the sales approaches that he take not necessarily sales approaches but understand his role you know understand his schedule that type of stuff okay I'll continue I'm sorry okay so we we talked about that we talked about um, your family history what problems can you remind me running your family um, my on my side of the family it, it is some hypertension some you know some obesity and uh, and so that's one of those things you know you, you kind of see where your parents are going and I don't want to trend down that same path in which they're going they're going down and well, I got to take accountability for me and, and how I can make those changes to myself and then teaching my kids you know the same lessons and hopefully they'll respond to that and live happier healthier lives and that's an important point sometimes when there's a lifestyle change like this in the home then the kids or the spouse pick up on it and everybody's lives can improve really just from one person kind of spirit in the home in the household uh, spearheading that we talked about your workouts currently and kind yeah. of what your activity is um, which is an important component of what we do as well tell us a little bit about that so I'm a you know as they as they say the gym rat I'm in uh, I'm in a, a gym every single day uh, whether it's doing uh, elliptical whether it's doing on the bike I do some weight training as well too but also doing that is, is helping me keep up with my, my refereeing activities of being on the field for two hours at a time with you know very little breaks and very little water breaks out there so I have to keep up uh, you know not only mentally but physically as well too uh, and that helps me just from a mental state in the mornings when I get out and get to work workout and sets me right for the right day yeah and then we talked a little bit about eating patterns now because we'll integrate some inter intermittent fasting into this process and what I usually ask people is you know when do you finish eating in the evening and when do you eat first in the morning yeah and that that is going to be the absolute challenge um, <laughs> for for where I'm going to be is 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 not only just the snacking you know throughout the day um, doing a sales job you're, you you don't have you know common hours you have some different different kind of hours and to have that little snack that little carbohydrate piece that bag of chips or whatever it may be that's going to be the crutch that's going to be difficult for me and then of course you know with going back to the refereeing thing like last night i didn't get home until eight eight, eight o'clock at night all right and that's eight or nine is when dinner is because i'm not going to have dinner before i go out and have to go exert a lot of energy and sure. potentially you know leaving it out on the field as they say <laughs> yeah. but you know this is a good time to mention this. It's like like with intermittent fasting, I, I don't try and solve world hunger with people like, right. you know, out of the gate. It's like, 
okay, if you usually don't eat for nine hours overnight, let's talk about pushing that to 11. And then we kind of gradually move things along. In fact, the phrase I use is progress, not perfection. You know, we just need to put one foot in the in front of the other each day, each week, and make progress. And if we do that, people will be successful. Yeah. And to go back a little bit, um, you know, the carbohydrates, that, that is going to be an absolute crutch. I come from the old school of, you know, carb up, carb up, carb up before you got to play. And so, you know, we're, we're talking about truth and honesty. That's going to be one of the biggest crutches that I'm going to have is, is, is giving up, I don't want to say all my carbs, but, you know. Most love, of them. Love my pasta. <laughs> I love my pasta. Not going to lie. <laughs> So, or, I was just going to say, just so you know, as we track this journey, right, as we yeah. meet you again and again, uh, you know, if you find this a struggle and you can't do it, we want to know, right? Don't don't try to hide it and don't try to make us impressed. Tell us the truth about that kind of Absolutely. stuff. Okay. Absolutely. So, actually, that's a good um, point to discuss kind of the background of where we come from with the program. You know, we have all been taught that carbs are okay. And why are carbs okay? Because you have to avoid fat. Fat is bad. Um, and uh, and really, I don't believe that's true, as Ty and I spoke about the other day. I think when the food pyramid came in in the 1970s and we were all told to eat more carbs, that's when the epidemics of diabetes and obesity kicked off. And so what we really want to do is not something radical. I just want to go back to the way Americans ate for, for hundreds of years, really humans ate for thousands of years, which was not a diet of 50% carbs like we're eating today and not a diet of 70% processed food, which is the case today. Okay. So, um, and then very briefly, kind of the physiology of this, which Ty and I discussed was, you know, when your blood sugar's high, carbs turn into blood sugar immediately when you eat them. Not only sugar, but really any kind of carbs. Raises your blood sugar when your muscles cannot take in, your organs cannot take in all that blood sugar. The extra blood sugar goes to your liver, gets converted to fat and deposited around the middle. And what our plan to do with Ty is, is let's lower that blood glucose using the continuous glucose monitor, use that as a guide to your diet. And so now those organs are going to be looking around for another source of energy, which is fat, the fatty acids around our midsection. So they'll start breaking those down and give Ty the opportunity to lose weight. So let me ask a question, because size, I, I would guess you would call you big boned. You're six feet. How tall are you? Six two. Six, six two. What should he weigh? I mean, being because everybody's bone structure is different. He's big. How much should he ideally weigh? Well, that would be based on a BMI table, a body mass index table. Did you guys talk about know. that at all? We, we we did. I can't remember the number though offhand. Okay. So I don't um, remember. I don't remember having. Yeah. Let's we'll get a tattoo. I mean, it, it, it's, it's interesting. So, I, you know, I referee hockey, and you hear about a lot of the hockey players that have seven percent, you know, uh, BMI. And, uh, and and those kind yeah. of things. And, and and you talk about the stereotypical, you know, professional hockey player. They're 6'2 and 205. Yeah. I don't think I'm ever going to be that. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Keep, I'm yeah, but yeah, just estimate your, your BMI is high. No, n normal is 25 or below. And I think Ty's BMI is, uh, you know, high 20s, low 30s. I okay. would say mid 30s. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. 
Oh, look, he's showing me his patch. That's very impressive, Tom. <laughs> okay. Um, so then we did a physical exam in the office, which was basically normal, except a little bit of hypertension, which he's aware of. I must have made him nervous or something like that. So you put like the blood that. pressure cuff on. You, yeah. yeah, we do. Once we, we found one yeah. that could fit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That was the other challenge, too, is, you know, I got good, big arms. good, good size arms, so yeah. it's, it's, it's challenging finding a blood pressure cuff that, you know, fits around the arms. Okay. <laughs> Um, and then we kind of looked at an overall assessment of, you know, what, as we know them now, before we have your labs back, you know, what are your metabolic health issues? And for him, it's his weight and his hypertension. We'll be checking blood sugars, of course, to determine if there is some prediabetes there as well. Got so um, the process then is, is that we did this initial assessment. Put a continuous glucose monitor on Ty, and that was very, very painful, right, Ty? <laughs> so it was funny. When, when you, uh, you broke out the package, peeled it off, and said, okay, you're going to feel a little pinch here, and we kept talking, and I said, well, when is this going to happen? He says, it's already on. Oh, yeah, you like, don't feel them at all. I'm like, are you kidding me? I, 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 I didn't even feel it. wasn't even a pinch. It was nothing. I mean, it Right, it's a miracle of science, in my opinion, how yeah, you do okay. that. Yeah. Yeah. And once that's on, Ty gets 24-7 blood glucose readings that I can then follow remotely as well. So is that a two or a three? Do we know? His is a three. Oh, he's got yeah. the fancy one. Okay. The fancy one gives you 24-7 <laughs> Bluetooth readings. Yeah. Um, and then we order labs, uh, the most important of which is a fasting insulin level, along with fasting blood glucose. But we'll check his lipids as well. And so we'll get all that information um, back in the next week. And then we get together for a two-week visit. And we go over his continuous glucose monitor data over the previous two weeks. And we go over his labs as well. Now, we, will we get to listen in on that conversation? Is That'd that, be great. Yeah. Uh, Ty, are you okay with that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and one of the biggest things, and I like this for the first little bit, he says, do not change a thing continue eating what you're eating today do not change any diet do not change any pieces if you have a bowl of ice cream at night have that bowl of ice cream at night well all right he just wants to see but, what what the baseline is of the real you right yeah. i want to see where you live <laughs> I, 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 I want to understand exactly what's going on and yeah. and then you know we'll look at all that data it is two week visit and that's when we'll put a plan together in terms of you know what is the plan for you to achieve weight loss and that will include as we talked i you know uh let's track your food and let's make sure you're only getting so many grams of carbs a day now how do you th this is beyond me I, everybody's told me track your grams I don't know how to track a gram. How do you track a gram? It's easy with oh apps God. these days. I mean, it's a little bit of work, but but you know, but but quite honestly, with this program, you need to know what your carbs are. Right. I, what what I care about mostly is, um, and you're going to hear this from most docs is I want to keep your carbs under a certain level. Want to make sure you're getting adequate protein. And I don't care that much about where how much fat you're eating. Um, so it's it, it's a different approach. It's been shown in people that are big that that's not going to change your cholesterol significantly. I do recommend good fats as opposed to bad fats, and we'll go over that at some point. But really, people have success as long as they limit their carbs and they get enough protein. And what does that mean? That means you can always eat something, Ty. Okay, you might not be able to eat a bag of pretzels, you know, or a bunch of carbs, but you can always eat something. Right. All right. So I, the questions that I have as I'm listening, what is a realistic weight for Ty? 
I mean, knowing where he's at, knowing his age, knowing his activity level, what do you think he could lose? Well, oh, so I, I mean, it depends upon how much he wants to lose, to tell you I mean, the is truth. he a Wilgovi candidate or not? Um, so we can talk about that. Um, Wigovi, uh, Ozambic, semaglutide, all the same medicine, and they are new FDA-approved weight loss medications, and they can be effective. But the issue with those medicines is a couplefold. One is, unless you implement the diet and lifestyle changes that we're talking about with Ty, um, you're going to regain weight when you go off those medicines. And sure. I, I quite honestly, as a physician, don't feel it's appropriate for me to say, oh, here's some medicine and commit you to a lifestyle, excuse me, a lifetime of using medicine if we aren't making lifestyle changes. So sometimes we use those medicines, um, but we use them sparingly with the intention of getting off those medicines. And never do I like to start somebody out on those medicines. It's like, let's use the CGM, let's put the lifestyle changes in place, the, the, the dietary regimen we just talked about, the intermittent fasting, an appropriate exercise regimen. You know, he's already exercising and doing a lot of what we want, which is strength training. Right. Um, and, and then if you get a stall, we can talk about that at some point. But I do not like talking about those medicines out of the gate. Okay. so. Um what could Ty expect in the first month if he's not on a medicine? Just if he follows follows you to a T, right? Does everything you ask him to do, what kind of weight loss could he expect in the first month? It varies from person to person, but I have people that are Ty's size lose, you know, 15 to 20 pounds in a month. And that would take you down to three, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Roughly three, yeah. two, 295. When's the last time you've been at 295? Oh, probably a, two years ago. Okay. Yeah. So this is a recent weight gain, in your opinion. Yeah, yeah. It, I want to say it's the COVID stuff, but, you know, um, it, it, it was probably I, – I sustained a, an injury um, earlier this year, um, unfortunately, a, uh, you know, broken rib and then a, a knee injury. And so it's been, it's been progressively difficult to, you know, keep active as much as I wanted to. Now, did the, the orthopedics who are looking at your knees and stuff suggest you lose weight? Absolutely. So one of the pieces that they said is that since I've had, you know, multiple surgeries on my knee and have some ligaments replaced, they said the next thing to, to, to happen would be a full knee replacement. And that's one of the things I just don't want mentally and physically don't want to happen right now um, because it would restrict me from doing the, the refereeing and, and a lot of the activities that I that I enjoy doing right now. Right. And they said if I if I get it done now, just because of my sheer weight and how much pressure I'm putting on there, would create my micro fractures. Uh, a typical knee is probably going to last probably about a, a normal person about 10, 12 years. They said they'll be lucky to get maybe about five to seven years on mine only because of how wow. big I am. And he says, you know, we don't want to keep doing knee after knee after knee. And so something's got to change, and I have to take accountability for that. Okay. Well, that's good. That's actually a good attitude. Talk. Just Great. as an aside on that topic, there's two reasons often for this knee discomfort. One is just the weight. You know, it's you know a lot of pounds per square inch on the knee. All the you know weight from the middle of the body you know narrows down to a couple square inches in that knee joint. Um, so there's a lot of pressure there. But the other one is is that if you can lower people's blood glucose, if they have a little bit of a high blood glucose, 
those uh, cartilage tissues are getting what's called glycosylated. I know you like those fam- fancy, oh, I love words. fancy words. Yeah. So, but it just means glucose molecules are attaching to them, right. um, and and that means that you're going to get inflammation. So there really is a twofold approach here, which is yeah, let's lose the weight and decrease the pressure on the knees, but let's decrease the inflammation as well. All right. So as we kind of wrap this. Uh, first podcast up. Is there something that we didn't cover that you talked to Ty about in the first first uh, meeting? I think I think we've covered most of it. You know, again, this is a, a data collection phase, a right. diagnostic phase, and then we flip the switch. When I tell you, you can no longer eat anything you like. Okay, we'll <laughs> well, I like a beer for that. Yeah, well, that'll, that'll be an interesting day. <laughs> we'll flip the switch at the, the next meeting, and then we'll talk about the components of the program, which is going to be, you know, the dietary targets we talked about, some intermittent fasting, and, and then what the exercise regimen is going to be. So All right, real quick about the ahead. glucose monitor. So I've had it on what. Uh, three days, yeah. two or three days right now. Yeah. And, and it's so interesting to me because you said, oh, you're going to be on this app. You're going to be watching this thing. And I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, I don't know about that. Sure enough, I'm, I'm on that thing every single moment. So oh, I love it. It, it is so mine. interesting yeah. when you eat something or digest something, you'll see this line that just starts jumping up a little. And you're like, really? It did that much? And so, you know, it's, it's, well, if you really want to see a good graph, look at mine as a diabetic, mine's <laughs> much, much more roller coaster. Yeah. He'll go, they shouldn't be like that, but that's but, what it is. But yeah, it's interesting. And, and you, you kind of get an insight of what your body is doing, um, you know, looking from the outside into your body. That's and, great. And that's, that's the, that's the most interesting thing for me right now. Um, is trying to figure out, okay, it was interesting because yesterday at lunch I had a, you know, a spinach salad. Didn't move the needle at all. And I'm like, are you kidding me? But, you know, but, good breakfast, but breakfast, I had, I, I had a, a protein shake for after a workout. And that thing just skyrocketed. Really? So protein makes it go? I thought protein. Uh, you got to watch how much carbs are in the protein right. shakes. Okay, right. so the yeah. protein shakes I take, the glucose glucose ones are probably lower carbs. Yeah, are probably lower. You probably have yeah. a special one. All right, so I want to watch how talented I am. Because you're wearing a CGM and you're seeing the value of CGM, this brings us back to your book. Right? Okay. Well, look at that full circle that I brought us back to. You're great, Terry. <laughs> Let's go ahead and talk again. Your book is coming out. It's a pre-order now. Yeah, it's pre-order on Amazon, and then all versions, audio, paperback, and hardcover, hardcover are available on May 25th. All right. So yeah. I think if those folks who are out there are struggling with weight loss and things like that, this is one of those books you want to get, you want to read, because the things that are, I'm seeing in front of my very own eyes about the, the new technology and the new medicines are really changing people's lives. That's true. All right. So, Ty, we'll see you again in about two weeks. Is that right? Sounds good. Look forward to it. All right, guys. Thanks very much for joining us on the Metabolic MD with Dr. Paul Kalazic. See you then. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Metabolic MD with Dr. Paul Kalazic. Please join us again for the next episode to hear how your metabolic health means everything and to learn tips on how to lose weight and possibly reverse some serious health conditions. This information is not meant to be medical advice. Please seek consultation from your own medical professional.